With everything you have on your plate, earning your degree online seems impossible. But at Grand Canyon University, we specialize in helping you fit a master's degree in business into your busy day. Your graduation team, led by your own GCU counselor, provides you with the personal support you need to succeed. Achieve your goals with a plan and team behind you. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Visit gcu.edu. Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I am so good. I am very excited to talk about season four of Dawson's Creek with you. Um, it's always such a journey, right? I mean, this is our fourth season that we've watched. This is, well, watched together. Fourth season that I've watched ever. And yeah. I'm not going to lie. Like, looking back, I really liked season four. I think it's tough. I think there's high highs and low lows with this season. And then there's, okay, I would say like the majority of the season for me falls more in the like, it's okay, you know, kind of category. And then there are some that are like, holy crap, this episode was so good. And then yeah. there are some other ones where you're like, mm, mm, not my fave. But yeah, I, you know. I think that when I was, you know, I do my rankings. Mm hmm. I really think like every single episode, I was like, I like this episode. I like this episode. There's probably about, I don't know, like five or six. I'm like, yeah, I don't really like it. Maybe less than that. And the majority of the time it's because, um, and this is going to be a theme for this episode, uh, this episode of shit. 90 shows taught me. I'm sure is the Joey and the Pacey of it all. Yeah, definitely agree on that. I think part of what brings this season down for me is just the never-ending Jossie drama. And it's not mm. fun drama. Like, we no. love drama. It's just, like, the bickering and the never getting along. And they're never, like, there's never really a coming up for air 
for them until it's just over. And so for me, that what's that's what's partly what made this season a little bit more of a slog. I don't even want to say slog because it wasn't a slog to get through. It was just more like not as exciting. Um, I think that coupled with the fact that we lose Andy here, whether or not you like enjoy her exit, I think just the fact that she's gone really sucks and kind of puts it for me personally, puts a damper on the season a little bit. Um, I mean, I will say, um, I, I think, I think it, well, shout out to like Tom Palmer. I'm pretty sure he is the one who originally said that this is like the Dawson season, right? Like we've talked about, um, in the past seasons, it feels like there's always one character who's having a terrible season, right? There's always yeah. one character that we're forever frustrated with. You Correct. And there's always one character who seems to get the spotlight or like, this is their season, right? Like season two, the Andy season, right? Season three, I think is like the Pacey season. It's Pacey season. I mean, season two is still kind of Pacey's pond, but I think that season three, even more so Pacey's pond. Exactly. And so every kind of season, it feels like we have, we obviously give out MVPs and LVPs, but it really does truly feel like every season there is an MVP and there's also an LVP. And so right. it's just one of those things where I feel like this, season there are probably more like lvps slash in the middle versus people who are truly living their best lives this season you know <laughs> and so i think right. that is what makes it a little bit of a like a lackluster season in terms of comparing it to the the other seasons comparing um, it to, yeah i mean i'm curious where you ultimately place this but yeah. i think i'm going to be pretty positive on the season in general um but I'm really looking forward to breaking it all down with you. I spent a lot of time yesterday uh, while I was trying to figure out some tech issues, um, writing down all of my thoughts. So um, very, very excited to break it all down with you. Yeah. So for those of you who either don't remember, because it's, it's been a hot minute since we've done a season recap, or this is new to you, uh, we do character breakdowns where we kind of talk about every character's journey this season. Then we do some character rankings. We give out an MVP and LVP for each for like a character. Uh, then we go through kind of our favorite episodes, least favorite episodes. We talk about who won the draft. And then we talk about Sarah's hopes or excuse me Sarah's predictions for the next season and my hopes for the next season mm -hmm. now I will say we are in the territory where I have not seen this these two seasons more than once and it has been a very long time since I've I seen them find it hard to believe like I love you Jess but like I always feel like you're trolling me when you're like I don't remember you know my memory issues though that's the thing I don't remember anything I certainly am not gonna remember things I know like big epic things that right. happen in the next two seasons in terms of like I remember two distinctly big moments mm -hmm. beyond that I really don't remember the finer details of it because it has been like 20 years since I, you know, a little less Fair. than that, that I've seen the show. And so we're definitely in the territory where I don't remember most of what happens. Um, but we'll still just for fairness, I'm not doing predictions. I'm just going to do hopes for season five. And then we'll also go over season rankings overall. Um, and then, uh, and then, yeah, then we'll have a little bit of a break and then we'll hop right into season five. But I do want to say up front, get in your pilot or excuse me pilot season five premiere feedback sooner rather than later because i think we're recording that one earlier than expected um so even though we're taking a week off we are technically still going to be recording that one early so send that feedback in as soon as you have it uh shit90spod.com or shit90spod at gmail.com if you want to send it in 
Um, should we start to break down some of these characters? Let's do it. Yeah. Uh, the man himself, the titular character of Dawson's Creek, Dawson. We mentioned it a little bit, but honestly, I think the best Dawson season he's had, and it's not close. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, this is definitely Big D Dawson Leary's big season. Um, I loved, I really did like him this season, and I think ultimately what it breaks down to is that he had a real separation from the creek creeps like he was there like he was really friendly with jack which was great to see he was in a good place with jen but in my opinion his focus this season was really um gretchen which we love yeah his family because his family actually got along this this season and they had a baby so his focus was family and then mr brooks which brought him back to a love for filmmaking so i think that those were his three biggest focuses he really separated himself from pacey towards the end of the season he got into a better place with joey but and i think that that's why he was more likable this season yeah i think part of the reason that we've had such like you know disdain for Dawson in the past is just his never ending like whining and woe is me attitude and I and like the movie obsession right I think seeing him get re-inspired by things that are outside of the creek creeps was really wonderful right like we get this relation just very mature relationship with Gretchen which we love Gretchen I feel like she only helped his overall like rating raking yeah. this season because she was able to be she's older and she was like no this is how we're going to do things it's a mature relationship he kind of matured with her and even in other instances where he does end up still having conversations with Joey or still hanging out with Joey it's much more of a mature relationship than he had previously. Like Absolutely. he's, you know, and I just think that, yeah, I think also the addition of Mr. Brooks and having him get re-inspired with film, right? He lost that for a minute. He was taking photos for a while. And I don't know about you, but it kind of did feel like this isn't the Dawson we know. The Dawson we know is obsessed with making movies. So yeah. I I really, I know it took us a long time to warm, or it took me a long time to warm up back to Mr. Brooks because he was such a crotchety fuck. But I think that relationship really was also key and i think it's that it's twofold in that it's gretchen and it's it's mr brooks and the death of mr brooks that all kind of um make dawson excel this season yeah um a couple of thoughts with mr brooks number one i think that it mr brooks was kind of a really good window into what Dawson's life could be of being crotchety and alone and grumpy all the time if he doesn't let go of some of these things that he holds on to because of course Mr. Brooks had his grudge that lasted a lifetime with his ex-best friend over his ex-girlfriend so I think like it was a good perspective thing for Dawson to -hmm. see what his life could turn into because I mean Mr. Brooks died with like Grams as a girlfriend and with Dawson as like a pseudo son. But right. really up until then, like Mr. Brooks was alone and all he did was go to the yacht club and get his same like dinner every night. Besides yep. that, he was alone. And I think that it really showed him what his life could be if he doesn't let go of some of these grudges. And in addition to that, I think that he also... Remember how in a previous season we were like, 
Um, I am thinking back to when they were Joey and Dawson were in the cemetery and Joey really wanted to speak to her mom, but felt really awkward going back to the cemetery. And a lot of our discussion was Dawson's never had to lose somebody. He's very privileged in the fact that we, as far as we know, he hasn't really lost somebody close to his life to passing. This makes Dawson, with the passing of Mr. Brooks, um, it makes him more sympathetic and almost a better friend to Joey because he can finally, not to the same capacity, because losing a parent is like totally different from losing a crotchety old fuck that you just became (laughs) friends with at the end of his life. But still, it's like a loss just the same. And it makes him like a more... A sympathetic character and a better friend to Joey because then he can at least sympathize with her a little bit. Yeah, I totally agree with that. I think Mr. Brooks's death definitely impacted Dawson in a major way. And he went through like these different stages of grief. And we kind of we were along for the ride. I think having Gretchen help him go through those things was also pretty impactful. And then as a result, he also gets left a ton of money by Mr. Brooks and he can help Joey with her college tuition. Like it all is kind of full circle um and i just i really enjoyed dawson this season and i i don't know if that's going to be true next season so i'm just going to like relish in that moment now of like probably not dawson had the best season of his life and we started (laughs) off like making fun of his hair and it steadily it did get better it definitely improved as the season went on um honestly i feel like gretchen had something to do with that as well i don't want to give her all the credit but like she's a queen Um, yeah yeah um Totally. His hair came totally improved. Um, a couple of other like little things is that I think like another thing that I really liked about Dawson was that he learned his boundaries um, and his breaking points. And in particular with uh, Pacey and Joey, like, so he's obviously still heard about this throughout the season, but he was able to separate himself from it and be like i know for a fact if i am hanging around these people i am going to be so livid and so hurt and horrible and he had the foresight to separate himself from it and i think that that helps with the growth too yeah i would say if i had like any cons or like negatives to say i do think him like asking joey about like if she slept with pacey is super inappropriate he himself even says that that like you know, any anything negatively that he does always revolves around Joey and the by extension PC. Right. Like with when he's with Gretchen and like they're about to have sex on the beach and he's like talking about Joey. Like it's it there's just some times where I'm like he he backtracks almost a little bit. It's like he forgets that he's had this growth as a character and he backtracks. When, with Joey he yeah, in regards it's to Joey. Always with Joey. It's always yeah. with Joey. And so I think he's had a really great season. I'm really excited to see now that he's gonna be in California, like what kind of content we get from him next season. Um but yeah, best season for Dawson, obviously. Really great. Yeah. I um, really enjoyed him this season. Zen Dawson is a really good one. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's move on to uh, someone who he separated himself from slightly this season, and yet back at the end of the at the end of the season, back where we first started, uh, Joey Potter. She had a little bit of a rougher season, in my opinion, and a lot of it has to do with PC and just like her relationship with PC was a freaking roller coaster this season, and it mostly was down. Right, like that was right. something you mentioned in terms of being you know, not as fun to watch them bickering all season. 
it wasn't fun because the drama the the juice wasn't there and i think it, like a lot of it is there's not a cheating scandal there's not something big that happens a lot of it had to do with internal insecurities between the two of them and that's not fun to watch and i think that's something yeah. it's especially because we all have our internal insecurities and i think it's our job as human beings as to not take those insecurities and anxieties off on your significant other but we see joey and pacey do that throughout the season not the best joey season but it's Jess, you can't say that she didn't try her ass off to make it work with Pacey. Oh, I'm not. Okay. Let me be clear. A lot of the blame for me disliking the Jossie stuff this season falls uh, on Pacey, mostly probably. Um, but there are Joey moments that drove me up a wall. I'm specific specifically thinking like the episode they lose their virgin or she loses her virginity yeah. and she was nonsense, right? We've talked about it before, but like her saying that sex with Pacey was nice Ooh. is really annoying <laughs> and awful. Yeah, I we recently in a uh, chat just went off about that again it, it's infuriating those two episodes were actually the most infuriating episodes for me for joey and what was that that was a winter's tale in four stories 15, yeah. uh, 14 and 15 those were her two worst episodes and it's exactly because once it had, I, I, she was so in her head and i think it was like she was really thinking about like wow like my life is not what I expected it to be. I had expectations that I was going to share this intimate moment with Dawson and it didn't happen. Yeah. And, um, and she was not. And once again, that doesn't help with Pacey and his insecurities, but she really had to juggle a lot of this crap in, with Pacey in this relationship and the insecurities that Pacey was feeling towards Dawson. And I think that on top of that, so that's one section, but then um, on the same token, she has to focus on school and get into colleges. And even if she gets into college, can she even afford it? And that's, that's also really a forefront of her, in her mind and of her story this season yeah i think there's like two major joey storylines one is the will they won't they sex with pacey and then the aftermath of that and one is the fears about college and worthington and how she if she even gets in how she's going to afford it right and yeah. i think like I totally connect with Joey on the Worthington stuff and all of that I feel like is good Joey content. I feel like all the stuff revolving around having sex with Pacey is usually the stuff that I'm getting frustrated with. I guess especially really hated Joey lying to Dawson about her and Pacey having sex because to me that gave a little bit of validity to what Pacey is concerned about. Why aren't you telling Dawson the truth? I mean, obviously he shouldn't have asked in the first place, right? But at the same point in time, why are you lying about it? I got really, really upset with Joey about that. I thought that was so annoying. Um, and I, I still, and I'm still trying to figure out what was the end game there because it, it just like begs the question where even if, she lied to Dawson and then it never came out to be the truth. Then what was her hopes and dreams with this lie? Yeah. And say that eventually they do have sex. Are you going to tell Dawson that you lost her, her uh, your virginity to him? And that's even a bigger lie. 
Yeah. So it's just, it's just, what was the end game? There was no winning. Yes, Dawson shouldn't have asked that question, but um, you could have shut it down. She could have shut it down. Yeah, she could have said, just said, it's not your business. Like that's, she literally could have just said that. Um, and so yes, she does have like, you know, we she's going off to college here. We get her goodbyes with Dawson at the end and they kiss and you know, we're kind of left there. We get I'd say like uh, I don't want to say this is like a high high, but like the promicide episode for Joey was the most impactful, I guess is what I should say in terms of the breakup with Pacey that was kind of feeling inevitable at this point. Um, so yeah. it's it really is a tough season for Joey, mainly because of the Pacey stuff. Like, and I'm not saying like, in certain points, I was like, Pacey's being a real asshole and I feel bad for Joey. But then there are also moments where I'm like, Joey's being so just, I can't even stand her right now. And so it's really, it's a rough season for Joey overall, I would say. I don't think, and I think it's mainly because she's dealing with the Pacey stuff so much that like the only other storyline is her, her getting like nervous about college and everything. And it just doesn't feel like the best Joey season. Yeah. Um, she had some fun moments combating with Yui. I think that, um, we got a little bit of that Joey snark that we really like a lot with Mrs. Valentine. And once again, stuff at the yacht club, I thought that was interesting. Her stuff with Bessie with, you know her relationship with Bessie is so interesting because it's very sisterly they're hot they're cold I think that the episode late where um she was just like really nervous if she was pregnant and ultimately she had to like she wound up telling Bessie and they had Mm -hmm. this argument where she's like you are Bessie said you're just like mom you're just like me like you know you're not better than us and I think like Joey's whole struggle was she doesn't want to be stuck in Cape Side with a kid and a permanent job at the yacht club and that struggle with like I am so close to getting out and I can just throw all this away in an instant and um I thought that was interesting and compelling um just because it's just like you know her goal is to get out of Cape Side and ultimately she she is as far as I know um yeah yeah, I uh, I agree. I think that we do get some really nice moments, right, where uh, when she's graduating, she gets the letter from her mom, and that's a really wonderful Joey moment this mm-hmm. season. Um, and yeah, she does have some fun moments, you know, it's just... It's tough when so much of her of her time on the show this season is spent in a fight with PC for one reason or another. Sometimes it's yeah. PC's fault. Sometimes it's her fault. I'd say probably... 70 30 you know pacey's fault her fault is kind of probably the the breakdown right, right. and the the, the the it's kind of like you and i the whole entire season we're fighting like pacey you were being insecure for no reason and the times that we our when we're frustrated with joey is when she proves us wrong yeah it's like because it's like no joey like we're rooting for you like pacey's being like an insecure moron like you're not doing anything wrong and then she actually validates what pacey's worried about and they're like no fuck you like no yeah. come on joey like why are you doing that 
Yeah, no, that's exactly right. That's exactly right. It's just like sometimes she really because we want we want to prove Pacey wrong, right? Like yeah. we want Pacey to be proven wrong, and then she does exactly what he's concerned about. So it's yeah. Uh, so it makes yeah. us feel like morons because we're defending her, yes. and yep. then it makes him feel like a moron because she, you know, accidentally on purpose gaslights him to being like you know you're seeing nothing in this but then there is something because yeah. she does lie to dawson and then she does you know give him sex eyes uh at the last episode in coda and it's like yeah. okay well then maybe he was right the whole time yeah yep um speaking of the other side of the jossie equation we have pacey um who hasn't had such a disastrous season since season one like right and see, season one is a whole different ballgame because we have the whole Tammy part of the equation, um, right. which is a really terrible look for Pacey. But this season started off like, I mean, it started off where they're coming back from this like, you know, summer vacation on true love. And we're like hopeful. He doesn't even want to be back. And so we're already kind of starting off on a bad foot. Um, and then it just it goes all downhill from there. He's. He ninety percent of Pacey's issues revolve around his insecurity, and we've yeah. we've given him the benefit of the doubt sometimes because you know what it's like when like people are doubting you, right? He hasn't you sympathize with Pacey when he hasn't had a single person in his life beyond maybe like Andy and occasionally Joey who say like you've got this, you can do this, you're smart, you can do it, and he just feels like he's not worthy, and the combo of him feeling like a fuck up and being worried about Dawson in the equation, right? It was like three months of bliss summer vacation and then they're back in Cape side and they have to face reality. And so the constant, just him, like I especially really hated, um, at the dive in when he's like so jealous like he's just like he they can't even spend yes. a night apart. He's so yeah. jealous of like, and worried about the Dawson of it all it really tanks him as a character this season because while we can understand insecurity and we could understand like he's struggling with school and he needs to get his shit together. It's no reason to take it out on Joey, which he does most of the time. Yeah, exactly. And it's, it, it's interesting. I kind of have been thinking a lot about their relationship and kind of the, one of the biggest takeaways of it is that I think that, like I, th we think, what does Pacey want? Pacey, in my conclusion, is Pacey wants Joey to himself. Like, I think about that first episode, um, the pilot episode, not the pilot episode, the the premiere episode of the season, and I think about Great yeah. Expectations, where he wants, he doesn't want Joey to hang out with the Creek Creeps. He kind of just wants her all to himself. He and wants to be back on True Love and it's exactly. summer again. That's what yes, he wants. Just the two yeah. of them. Them against the world. That would make PC happy. And it, the, the, the whole thing is twofold. And it really just manifests itself into like a big beast. It's the self-confidence issues in relation to shit um in relation to school and getting into college and having to retake all those junior courses and failing almost failing and not graduating and then it's dawson and all of this noise to him mean to him is you're a failure you're a screw up you're not good enough you're not smart enough and ultimately it manifests into you're not good enough to be with Joey. And that's kind of why they broke up in Promise Side was because he looks at Joey and all he sees is failure in comparison to her. 
And the entire season, all he does is constantly compare himself to Dawson and compare himself to Joey. And it ultimately just ruins him. It ruins him. Yeah. No, it's that's exactly it. And the thing is, is I think it makes it tougher on us to watch it because we have the comparison of him and Andy in season two. Mm-hmm. I think that only further makes this more infuriating to watch because we've seen him be lifted up and him him have a supportive person like Andy helping him. And instead, I think I think if you take Dawson out of this equation, I do think they're fine. I do think I I'm not saying they don't break up, but I'm saying that they have a much more stable relationship throughout the yeah, season. Probably. Um, and so it's just, it's a really bad Pacey season. And it sucks because we spend all of seasons two and three really loving Pacey. Like yep. they're the best Pacey seasons. And they immediately, it's like they always pick one. You know what I mean? They always pick one character always. to tank. And Pacey was, Pacey's number was up this season. Yeah. And so it just, it's really sucks. I mean, he does have some good moments as well. I do want to shout out like, his relationship with Gretchen. I think Gretchen pretty much bolsters every character she's around this season. <laughs> it's true. It's and sad so PC's included in that. Like I loved their relationship. Even just the first moments of them reuniting. Like you can tell they're related. They just have this like natural sibling energy. That wit or um, wit. Yeah, the wit or wit. Um, so that was a highlight. We finally got to see his family. Not that it went well, but I do think that helped color our like idea of oh, where he's yeah. coming from. I really, really wanted that, didn't I? And then what I ultimately got was fucking Gene Lynch being a bitch. Exactly, exactly. Um, and I do think ultimately, you know, we end on a good note where he does graduate and he's off on his own. And so we get a little bit of like an uplifting moment at the end, at the very least. Yeah. Um, and um, we get like the, the reuniting moments with Andy. I truly think are some of the best PC content this season yeah, because we just see great. like, it, you know, they can still be friends and we, he finally feels like a confident, the confident PC that we remember, you know? Yeah. That was really great too. I really liked that moment. I really liked the fact that, um in coda he called dawson and was kind of like Mm -hmm. i'm sorry i didn't say goodbye to you you're like the one person i wish that i did because i appreciate our friendship and i appreciate you know our life together and i really liked that moment i thought that that was really good i hope that this boating trip will give him an opportunity to grow it's something that he's passionate about um losing true love was really, really hard for him because I felt like it was the one thing that he had in his life, in his opinion, that was good. And it represented the best summer of his life where he was just with Joey. And I really do think that it, it really brought him down into Mm -hmm. a deeper state of depression. And um, I don't know. It's not fun to watch PC who is such a jovial character be jealous and possessive and exhibit uber amounts of self-doubt. It's not fun. I do think that we're going to get a better season from him next season. His time was up, you know. I think back to season one, we hated Dawson season two. Jen was a fucking disaster and a half. Like 
season three was joey like a bitch a, a mess last season i think so um yeah let me look who got our lvp <laughs> it's hard to say i gave my lvp to henry and you gave yours to get a uh, gitch so um yeah hard well, to say who truly had the worst season <laughs> who last had the worst season? season i think it was i think joey oh no, i'm sorry season. andy dadoy we no, I refuse to give it to Andy. No, no, no. I'm not saying Andy should be giving an LPP. I'm saying her number was up. They, she was the one. The oh, show was yeah. But I still, you know, I still kind of disagree with that whole sentiment because if you think about it, he, she only had seven bad uh, episodes, and in, then they turned it around. But and they, they turned it around. But I still think that she was the one who got the worst of the writers. Like, uh, yeah, I mean, like she, whoever that second. Um, writer, producer, director was was a fucking yeah. disaster mess. But I still disagree with the sentiment because if you think about it, seven out of 22, 23 episodes is really not that bad. Oh, no, it's bad. not that bad. No. Yeah. But it was like the the storylines they told were like so... Were rotten. Yeah. Yeah. But um. so it, his jig was up. I understand that. Um, I think they'll turn it around. I think that he needs some separation kind of what Dawson does get himself yeah. away from the creek creeps and I think we'll see him turn it around yeah um well let's do a quick stop down on Andy because she is only in like she's in the first seven episodes and then obviously she comes back for the penultimate um so she doesn't have a ton to do but this was basically like Andy's swan song um yeah. where we start off with like her flirting with french boys we were oh, very that was excited so about fun. it it was so great we were like oh my gosh maybe she'll get together with one of them um and she doesn't really have a ton to do we get her interviewing with miss valentine for college which was a nightmare and a half like that was a really awful thing to have to watch um but and then also I loved it because I loved how she fought for herself and she fought for mental health in general. Yeah. Just because you struggle with mental health doesn't mean that you're incapable. In fact, it also it almost makes you more capable to take charge. And I thought that that was a really good message to have. So I actually liked that episode and I liked that scene because ultimately with how she handled the hurricane – Andy came out on top of all of that. Oh, yeah. It was more of just frustration on my end watching Mrs. Valentine. Oh, yeah. I mean, we fucking bitch. Corella de Valentine, right? Who's, yes. Who called her that? Jack? Who knows? I don't remember, but it was funny. Um, And so, yeah, so she has a little bit of like a struggle there where she's like trying to deal with all of that. And then she does get into gets early admission to Harvard, which freaks her the fuck out. Um, yeah. And this is when she takes ecstasy and it, everything kind of goes to hell in a handbasket. Um, and and yeah, this is when she she leaves. But on the bright side, when she does come back in the penultimate episode, it seems like, oh, my God, she's living her best life in she's Italy. So happy in Italy. And that makes me happy. Um, I think that it's really interesting to tell the story of you can have your dreams and then when you get it at the end of the day, you still might not be happy. And ultimately that says more about you're not happy with yourself rather than things that are like happening to you. And also the expectations to be happy when yeah. something good happens for you. Um, so I think it was a really interesting story to tell. And I do think that Italy was the right place for her to be. We see her and she comes back from Italy and she's just like happy as a clam, vibrant, radiant. Um, mm -hmm. It's really, really fun to see. 
And it it, it was interesting because, like, also, I think it gets her away from Pacey of it all because we find out at, uh, at Great Expectations, she still has feelings for Pacey. Like, she still is yeah. in love with him. And seeing her um, or seeing Pacey and Joey together, although she supports it and is not mad about it like Dawson is, it still hurts her to see. So yeah. once again, getting away from the situation and growing on her own is definitely what Andy needed. Yeah, I totally agree. And it's nice that at least if we're going to send her off, we get a nice send off for her, right? Like yep. both the episode that she left to go to Italy, we, it was a wonderful Andy episode and the penultimate episode where she makes a quick little pit stop back at the creek, like both really excellent Andy episodes. And she's bringing people together, right? Like she is the glue. She is getting Jen and Jack, uh, Je- excuse me, Jen and Jack to reunite and be best friends again. She is reminding Dawson and Pacey like you're best friends you remember being best friends like don't let this ruin your friendship like she is the glue that holds these people together and so it was really nice to get to see those moments from her um obviously I mean I think we're all a little heartbroken to not have her on the show because she is just such a fantastic character for so many reasons right like uh the, the just the way she symbolizes teens who struggle with mental health and how she handles it and how that's not all of who she is I do want to say like obviously season two that was like a big storyline for Andy but I love how we've since not made it all about that anymore you know she's a very well-rounded character I think she's one of like the the best fleshed out characters on the show um sucks that she's not going to be around but if we were going to lose her I'm happy that these were like her two final episodes um were really good Andy episodes yeah yeah Um, um yeah totally that speech that she gave at you had me at goodbye um when she's just be like telling people you know why are you mad at each other (laughs) like you need to support each other you need to be there for each other yeah um was really really good um andy will be missed she's just the sunshine and yeah um i thought I'm, about it when i yeah. was re-listening to because i did re-listen to some of our podcasts just to remember my thoughts on the early episodes because it's been just such a long time um and especially the andy andy podcast of uh, the one where she leaves um got me man like it really had me thinking about andy is one of um my favorite characters uh, on any television show that I've ever watched. And that's like, a, I, I watch a lot of TV friends. Like I watch so much TV. And so that is like a very big statement for me to make. But at the same time, I really truly believe that. I just yeah. think like she symbolizes so much. And I obviously it's all about uh, how you relate to characters as well. And I just relate to her back. I could remember like when I was a kid, like feeling the same thing she was feeling. And even now as an adult, feeling some of the things, things that she's feeling. And I just think she's such a beautiful character. I'm sad that she's not on the show anymore, but um, she's just so great. I love Andy. Yeah, she, I think she really did touch a lot of people. Like the expectations to be perfect, mm-hmm. having to, um, you know, be a perfectionist at school. All these things. I know that you've related to her. I've related to her. We have uh, Linda, of course, the head of the Annie McPhee fan club. Mm-hmm. Um, everybody, everybody loves her. And then that 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 podcast i remember as well because i was kind of numb to andy leaving the first two times i watched the episode i I don't know why i just think that like it was just hard for me to 
take it all in. And then I remember like us talking about it and just getting more and more emotional. And then when they have the end cap and Mr. McPhee, um, the uh, David Dukes who plays Mr. McPhee had a heart attack that year and yeah. passed away. And just seeing that end cap as well. It just like made me so emotional. I think I cried on the podcast, which I don't yeah, you know. did. <laughs> I don't know if I've ever done that in any other podcast. And I think it was just like taking it all in, having it resonate with me, like what Andy means to me, what her departure means to me, and the fact that this like young man, um, relatively young, passed away, uh, and the shock of that all. And it's just like kind of it kind of just like represents life. Like one day you're just chilling and the next day, like somebody can have a heart attack who looked relatively young and relatively healthy. I can't think about it. It's gonna yeah. be, I just like, I, I'm starting to get like, go down into philosophy yeah. class right here. I'm just like, we don't need to hear <laughs> Sarah's perspective on like the meaning of life. Like that's the last thing that we need. But um, I just appreciate Andy as a character. She is very much loved. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, moving on from, from Andy, let's, uh, let's dive a little bit into Jen's storyline this season. It feels a bit all over the place. I, like, I gotta be honest. It feels like she went on many journeys, right? She went Ooh. on a mental health journey herself by going into therapy. Then she yeah. quit therapy. <laughs> Very soon, she's like <laughs> she she deals with like one thing, just like oh, I need to confront my father, and now that I have, I am done with therapy. It's like mm, Jen, you should probably work through that actually. Now that you have some more clarity as to what happened uh, yeah. throughout that whole process, but she says that she was she was done. But I thought the therapy scenes were pretty interesting. The therapist himself was maddening at times especially the first episode yeah that we meet him he is the worst um but it's still um and that was i think four stories <laughs> just like uh i can't forget the stupid song that they played when she entered therapy it was like dun 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 i was like what the fuck is happening here <laughs> like why does it sound like this is like a jaunt yeah um, dr frost that was the name yeah, of the therapist the he name. blows he's terrible yeah i think like jen's therapy journey was really it just feels like a fever dream almost because yeah. she gets into therapy because basically like she's like obviously she's always had terrible things going on with her parents she can't remember the last conversation she had with her dad and so she's like very frustrated about this and then it all ends up where she goes to New York to meet her dad, confront her dad. And he's a complete dick. And we find out that he had sex with one of like her friends that lived in their building. Right. And it's like this, it's this whole thing. And it, it just feels like that was a fever dream because it didn't, it wasn't like a season long thing for her because then she quit therapy and, and was like, I'm going to go get fucked up at, at prom and I have to have Yui there and Yui turns out to be kind of nice I guess um <laughs> and we have this whole a lot like part of the season-long arc is like what Jen's gonna do about college because at first she like doesn't even apply to any colleges like she's right. just not even gonna do it then when she gets in it's a question of money because she's not gonna take any money from her parents and obviously financial aid because her parents are rich are gonna decline her so it's just like Jen has a really I guess I'd call it uneven for me, like an uneven season because sometimes she's doing things and I'm like, yes, Jen, you go girl, like get it, you know? Um, 
And then sometimes Jen makes out with her gay best friend and um like <laughs> quit <Okay>. therapy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. I mean, we said we there's so much there's so much to cover because yeah, exactly. Like we have to remember, like she did not voluntarily go into therapy. She got forced right. into therapy by Mr. Kasdan because she was caught with alcohol on the ski trip. Right. So that's why she went to therapy. And this was like, instead of getting suspended or in trouble, they're like, you're going to go to therapy. So she right. did not voluntarily go. She went in with a perspective that this was all BS and she didn't need it. Um, ultimately. Oh, and then the weird episodes where we're like, does she have a crush on Mr. Fro Dr. Frost? Like that was super weird. Yeah. But I do think it was a good gen season because I guess because she wasn't, spiraling but then she kind of was that's the thing like it was very like i said it was very uneven because there are some moments where like when she's confronting her dad right we're like yeah. yes you go jen when she has these sweet grams moments yes yeah. you go jen when she's playing a little bit of armchair therapist to her friends you know but then you have other moments where she's like fig like forcing jack and toby together where we're like mm Jen like pump the brakes a little bit you know what I mean we have moments where she's just like fucking getting fucked up at prom because like she's trying to drown yes. her sorrows you know and then like, she almost drowned she almost drowned I, 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 I will never forgive the okay I also forgot to mention this but because I was like again I was listening to some of her old podcasts the episodes before like the the ski trip um, are really funny because we're like, oh, it's so great that Jen and Jack are best friends because there's no chance things will ever get romantic between them. <laughs> I, I still don't. I think I'm still higher on the Jen and Jack scenario as you. Like, I think that yeah. there's just like a primal lust to two humans who are that intimately connected. Yeah. I love their friendship because they're just so close. And the one thing that, oh God, like, the line where Jack says, I am sad because I don't know if I'll ever find somebody that I love as much as you. Just gets yeah. me because he just like, because they love each other so much. And once again, like when, I mean, at the end of the day, we're all animals anyway. So it's, so it's just, there's something like so primal about being so intimate emotionally with somebody that I I don't, I'm not surprised that happened. And I think it was Jen who had the foresight to stop it and be like, we're going to regret this. And it was, it was Jen who stopped it. It was like, I think oh, Jack yeah. wouldn't Props went to Jen for it. stopping it for sure. It was just more like the fact that he was even a storyline to begin with was like, I don't they really, it. they really do just it. want to pair Jen up with everybody. Right. Like at yeah. this point she dated Dawson. She yeah. had like a friends with benefits type situation with PC. And now she's making out with Jack. And it's just like, I didn't need it. You know what I mean? I could have gone six full seasons without ever having seen Jack and Jen make out. And my life yeah. would be great. You know? I just feel like once again, just like the fact that they are just so, they have such love for each other. Sometimes it does get confusing. What's yeah. love and lust yeah. and feelings and just whatever. So yeah. um, I don't know. Like I didn't hate it as like, I know that you're not a fan of it, which I totally respect, but yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, her, her friendship or non-friendship with Yui was really kind of funny. Like just the fact that she really hated him, but then mm -hmm. kind of came around to him. And yeah, should we, should we stop down very quick and just discuss Yui? Because he's, 
he is like a part of the equation this season yeah like i don't know i would say that like he definitely had redeeming moments at the end of the season but he's still like he's no abby morgan you know he's not a substitute for abby morgan and whatsoever but i think his best moments are probably in promicide when he like helps jen and he doesn't like take the money right yeah and like the fact that he was just like following jen around all night like a puppy like i kind of thought it was funny i gotta tell you my second rewatch uh because i uh watched the entire fourth season again um Yo, uh, Yui played better for me at a second rewatch. I just really okay. All I can remember is when he gets locked in the closet with Joey, and he is like, "It's a trap." Like he did yeah. it on purpose. Like don't, that grosses me out. To don't such a lock degree. people. But he did it for himself. Like I, I don't think, care. Like, uh, I think Joey was just a um. It was just like a, a you know a, a separate part of it. Like he I didn't, just. He wanted to lock himself in the closet because he didn't want to visit his dad. I just wish they had gone because I think the best Yui moments are when he's we we talked about this. Like we find it so funny that he like had swapped out the couple's photo or whatever. Funny. That, that was, was funny. funny. And when he's doing the sprinkler prank with Jen, if they had leaned more lighthearted fun with him. We would have loved him a lot more, I think. I think all yeah. the negative stuff for me for Yui is when he's being like a complete dick and trying to ruin people's lives. Yeah, exactly. That didn't quite work out for me. I think like his worst sin was forcing um like uh he didn't force he he tempted Jen with the ecstasy. Yeah. And knew that she would take it because I think that Jen has substance abuse issues from her past. And I think it was too tempting to not take the ecstasy. And in turn, Andy took it. And Andy was the ultimate loser in the situation because it didn't mix well with her medication. And I think that Yui is um, very much responsible for all of that. And I, I, I think that that was irresponsible. I think that that was his worst sin of the season. Like there's like things that he did that were like, he was annoying and he like followed people around and he was always nagging people. Yeah. But ultimately I, he did work better for me in a second rewatch. Yeah. Um, let's move on to Jack. Um, uh, he, uh, most of his season was spent kind of, like expanding more on his like sexual awakening if you will him coming out his coming out story a continuation of that his first real relationship um that we've seen uh and i don't know i think it was a bit uneven for me just because they made toby so unlikable in the beginning yeah that then it was like a really turnaround story by the time we got to promicide and they had like their nice kiss there so um, he also is dealing with, you know, homophobia where he lives and the whole soccer team drama of it all. Um, also getting into college and him kind of getting Jen into college as well. And the fact that they want to go to college together. So uh, not a bad Jack season, no. but also just not a great Jack season. Yeah. I will say with Andy gone, that allows the other McPhee to have more like characters focused yes. stuff for jack so um i did appreciate that um we had 
not only the soccer coach arc, which was really sad to watch, but also uh, the volunteer work that he did helping that kid read. That was good. And ultimately, the whole reasoning was we needed to get him to meet Toby. Mm -hmm. Um, My feelings on Toby, I'm like a little meh about. I just think that um, I think that ultimately they're not going to work out because I just think that I don't know if Jack's that into him even still. Like, I think he has a boyfriend. They're boyfriends now. But and it's like I wrote like Jack finds love, and then I was like, mm, I don't think Jack loves Toby. So then I was like, Well, it's too at new. Least a boyfriend. I think, yeah, I don't think that. I don't know if Jack will get there with. To- I'm not sure, but I think that um, I like the fact that we I like and appreciate the fact that we got more Jack centric storylines because we did not have that previously. Yeah, definitely, definitely. And I think, like, it was kind of nice to see both sides explored where it was like, yeah, it's tough for Jack, right? Like, there is homophobia. It exists in this world. So we did get that storyline. But we also just got a normal teen romance storyline where he's trying to figure out his feelings for Toby. And, like, with the added uh, twist or added, like, um, crinkle in the plan of, like, yeah, he's also gay and he's still working through those feelings of, like, how gay is how gay is too gay you know what i mean like that's the that's also jack's thing he's trying to work through um and so yeah i'm like excited to see him go off to college because i just feel like every like it's i don't know college is a more accepting place and i'm hoping i really want to see jack date around like i don't know what's going on with toby but i don't know if toby's like we don't know we have no idea where toby's going like there really wasn't a resolution on that side of things so yeah um i'm 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 very curious i'm I'm happy jack and jen are going to college seemingly together and we'll get a continuation of their friendship and also hopefully see jack get to dabble a little bit more in the dating scene yeah i Um, have the so the same wishes as well um Okay, let's move on to Gitch. We don't have to talk too much about them, no. but they had a baby, got pregnant, had a baby, a girl named Lillian. A pretty stable season for Gitch. Yeah, yeah. I think that this season was the most tolerable season with the two of them. I really didn't hate on them that much at all, especially Gail, who I think she was just happy to get pregnant eventually and have a baby because she at least seemed very stable. Like Mitch had his own issues dealing with the fact that, you know, they're going to have to start over as older parents. And then with Dawson leaving, like he had like kind of a meltdown in that regard. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Alan's meltdown as well from Boy Meets World. Just the fact that if you think about it, they were about to start their lives as empty nesters and now they have to start all over again so i can understand the struggle with that but um their main focus was rekindling their marriage and baby lily yeah and i they had a really i mean besides mitch like losing his mind at the end of the season overall a pretty great season for them you know we get like we pretty much zoom through most of gail's pregnancy 
Um, so we don't, we're not dealing with that too much. I think overall, like a pretty stable season for them, probably one of my, like the best seasons for them because we're not dealing with their divorce drama. Yeah. Um, so really happy. And I, I, I can't imagine we're going to be seeing a ton of them next season just cause it's the college years. And as the, is the case with boy meets world, you just see less of the parents at that point. Cause they're not as involved. Yeah. Are they going to move to Boston too? God help us. If they do, please <laughs> no. um, let's take a quick pause down and talk about Grams. um, who has, I mean, she had a little sexy season, Grams. Yeah, Grams found love. I did hate that she had to go through another person that she had feelings for and cared for um, being in the state that was very similar to Gramps when he was passed away. But aside from that, it's nice that she found love again. Um, I thought that it was a good season for her and Jen there weren't they weren't fighting a lot except for the one time where Jen got blamed for the Andy E stuff and thinking back although Jen did not take the ecstasy she did have it in her possession so I do think it's actually understandable that Grams was upset with Jen for that yeah no I think we do get a little bit of that season one grams vibes when shit goes to hell in a handbasket. But I do think the pros of grams, like her good moments greatly, greatly outweigh the yeah, negative totally. moments where we have her yelling at Mr. Brooks when, when he's like, Dawson's going to pay for my boat. And grams is just like, if you take an, like a cent out of him, you'll have me to deal with, you know? Mm-hmm. And then her and Mr. Brooks dating and all of that, like was so wonderful. And we got to just see this like vibrancy to grams and also the maturity of grams and just her wisdom coming through of like, I know he's sick. He knows. I know he's sick. Like we just are going to do what we can to spend you know, his remaining time together. Like I just, I thought Graham's had a really good season and I really enjoyed, um, obviously we find out, you know, she's going to move to Boston. And I think it's, I, I think the show is wise to kind of, if we're going to keep adults in the equation, have it be Graham's because she, Mm -hmm. her and Jen's relationship is so important that I I think a continuation of it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. I'm going to miss having Grams and um, the Learys live next to each other. I think that just that whole area with those two houses in the Creek has been such a, you know, proper setting for this show. And it's a little sad that um, we're not going to have that. I always think fondly of that arch to enter into their side yard you know what i mean where yeah i think like a lot of things happened at that arch um yeah but i think that i'm excited to see grams next season like what is she gonna do in boston like she's gonna Uh just rule the roost um maybe get into some maybe she'll (gasps) is grams gonna sign up for college courses Oh my god, is she going to be like the Amy of Dawson's Creek? Oh yeah, sorry, that's like another '90s trip. They're probably going to do it though. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I mean, I think I could see Graham's doing like some painting classes, just oh, some like more yeah. like extracurricular classes versus yeah, adult like, learning along. classes. Exactly. Type of thing. Yeah. Um, I would love that. I would love that for her. Um, and then let's do a quick little chat about Gretchen, just because she is in all of the season and she is a really important part of the season. One of the best things to come out of this season is Gretchen. I don't, I wouldn't go so far as to say she had Andy levels of importance. Like I'm not going to say she's 
Gretchen is in season four is Andy in season two, just cause I think Andy has a, a little bit better of a season than Gretchen, but um, I do think she does so many things for a lot of characters here. We have her relationship with Dawson, which matures him. We have her, you know, her friendship and relationship with Pacey, who she helps him out in his time of need and is there as like a source of, of wisdom. Um, and I also think like her and Joey, despite the yes. fact that it's a little awk, like they have some fun interactions as well. They do. They do. I think that Joey was able to lean on Gretchen at times, especially when, Bessie was um, acting out and yes. being uh, a judgy bee towards mm-hmm. towards Joey. And there was definitely times where Joey turned to Gretchen. And there were times, more interestingly enough, where Gretchen called out Joey for her shit. Yeah. Which was really enjoyable to watch. So, for example, of course, it was like, you know, Pacey's dealing with shit like don't you like don't mess with that which was here or there but there's also where she was fed up with all the lies between the creek creeps and she was just like it's fucked up what you're doing yeah absolutely it is it's just like I I loved her maturity and I kind of loved that like she yeah it was a little awkward because she's a little older than Dawson and she realizes it right but like she really brings that fun energy that Dawson needed. Um, she yeah. had, like the, her her kind of adventurous spirit of like, let's just go take a random road trip, you know? Yeah. Um, I love that about her. I just think she was such a stable force throughout yes. this season. Yep. She brought everyone to this stable place, which sometimes could be a buzzkill in certain shows, but I feel like it didn't necessarily stifle the drama. It just like made our characters more likable um, when they were around Gretchen. And so (gasps) I really loved Gretchen. Is Gretchen the Dawson's Creek PR team? (gasps) Yes. That was their solution. That's what that's. She did the work. She did the work on Dawson when she was with Pacey he he was the most likable like he called out Joey she called out Joey for her shit yeah Gretchen Witter is the Dawson's Creek PR team that we have been talking about for four seasons yeah yes exactly and we love her I loved her presence this season um I was so happy to get her on the show I think she is just like a wonderful character and yeah. she definitely she is the PR team she lightened everybody up so yes yeah um and I appreciate her story as well she comes back to the creek because she had a traumatic moment where she was in school she I think that she says that she wasn't doing so well in school probably because she was focused on her asshole boyfriend Nick or whatever and she ultimately got pregnant and while she was trying to decide if she was able or willing to take care of another life she has a miscarriage and she comes to realize that she kind of did want to have a baby and she kind of did at least she wanted to have the choice for herself and not for the universe to decide for her and she needed time to heal and dawson was that healing force for her she he kind of made her believe in love again i think back to the episode where she was with all of her girlfriends they were like talking about all the crappy people that they've dated but yeah ultimately dawson was totally different from the rest I thought that was interesting. Yeah, um, they really did prop each other up in, in in a way that reminds me kind of of Pandy, where like 
they they each had these like downer moments right where they needed mm-hmm. the other person to kind of lift them up like Dawson is the reason that Gretchen had gone after that job in Boston you know yeah and Gretchen is the reason that Dawson didn't just completely go and go into a pit of despair when Mr. Brooks died like I think they each were there they were what a relationship should be which is just support and love and adoration and I think it did a really good job of showing us what Dawson looks like in a stable relationship um, and he's really likable. So we have to, we have Gretchen to thank for that. I really loved Gretchen. Um, I, I I ultimately was very happy with how they left her on the show where she she just leaves to go on her road yeah. trip. I feel like that was a really a pretty good ending to her arc of this season. So always happy to have Gretchen on the show. She's wonderful. I agree. Um, all right, let's take a quick ad break because then we'll come back. We'll do some rankings, L- MVPs, LVPs, all those other shenanigans. We will be right back. Save big money on everything for your next project at Menards. Spring is here making it the perfect time for outdoor projects. Suncast storage sheds are an excellent solution for protecting outdoor lawn and gardening tools. They're easy to assemble, and the all-weather construction provides water resistance and UV protection. Save big on Suncast storage sheds. View our selection of Suncast products today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at Okay, uh, let's get into some character ranking. So I have a question for you, Sarah. I wasn't going to include Yui in this at all, but I have two questionables that I need to know. One, mm-hmm. are we including Andy in these rankings? Uh, so what I wound up doing was I really went like full tilt. I did. I ranked the Creek Creeps. Then I ranked like the Teenagers that are not the Creek Creeps. What? And, and then I ranked... <laughs> everybody else so what are I you guess, doing i don't know like I usually, had a moment. so we usually so i will say last season these are the characters we ranked okay Casey, jen andy jack dawson and joey so we didn't so we didn't have like any others in there but i need to know if we're gonna include andy because she's gone after seven episodes and then are we gonna include gretchen because she's not like a creep creep but she is around like the whole season okay i this is why this is so hard. This is why I did so many different rankings because I was debating with myself on all of this as well. Yeah. Um. I, to be honest with you, I can place both Andy and Gretchen into their respective places. Um, okay. That's what I have mine. I have them in mind. So I think okay. we can just proceed. If people want to hate on us, including Andy, you know what? This is the last time she's allowed to be included. So everyone can fuck off because I love Andy and she deserves to be here. Okay. Okay. Fine. Okay. It's okay. Um, Okay. okay. Uh, okay. Do you want to go first with your, uh, your rankings? Yeah, I'm going to put, okay. And this is season specific. This is not really like overall number one Dawson. Um, number two, Andy, number three, Gretchen, number four, Jen, number five, Jack, number six joey and number seven pacey and just to specify if the andy and the gretchen of it all wasn't in there it would be dawson jen jack joey and pacey okay um i will have you know our lists nearly identical wow so nearly identical my list is dawson at number one andy at number two gretchen at number three uh jack at number four Mm. you had jen i had jack uh then i have jen and then i have joey and pc so we just have jack and jen flip-flopped 
I do think it's a pretty cut and dry list. I felt like it was super easy for me to put Dawson at number one. He had the best season. It's not close. It's very easy to say he's number one. And he gets number two because I do think they send her off in such a beautiful way. Um, yeah. And I think it's like, it's really nice to see her kind of living her best life. Um, And Gretchen brings everyone up. So she definitely deserves that number three spot. Jack and Jen, I did debate back and forth as to who should be above the other one. But given Jen had kind of a little bit of the nonsense with the therapist stuff, which I didn't really enjoy. That's why I put her under Jack. And then Joey and Pacey bringing up the rear again obvious yeah. to me <laughs> yeah totally uh i do you want to hear my non-teenager ranking i do this is yes. so cracked out yeah, I, I do want I, to hear it. I must have been losing it number one grams totally acceptable like right yeah number two baby alexander justice for baby alexander, <laughs> baby alexander is very ah. cold all the time number three mitch number four gail number five Bessie. Wait, how did mitch get above gail I don't know mitch I was an ass know. in the finale did you forget I don't, that I, I don't know how this happened but my least ranked person that's not a teenager is baby lily what about bessie bessie was after gail oh okay and then baby, baby lily. lily is last because whose kid is she? <laughs> She's just sitting there doing nothing with that dark hair that came from who knows where. I don't know. And then, like, my teenager rankings was Andy Gretchen, Huey, and Toby. Toby is under Huey? I don't know. I, 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 Are you I, losing your mind? I think I did this at 1 a.m. last night. So, yeah, Why maybe. Why are you up at 1 a.m. ranking Dawson's Creek characters? I mean, as I said earlier, I was having some tech issues. So I was trying to figure oh out. God. Oh, my God. I yeah, would definitely so put Toby above Huey. <laughs> Like this is some crazy nearly attractive uh, I, I always nearly attractive by the way i do love that photoshop of yui never forget never forget the yeah, beard photoshop yeah. which was great because you posted that picture and everybody was roasting me about my photoshop job but you know everyone thought it was good no bitch they all thought it was bad Were they being and they, sarcastic yes and you didn't catch this the, the, <laughs> everything would be sarcastic i thought that they were all being no, serious no, i can't they were the roasting it and you were like see everybody's like everyone's no no, no. Like, i seriously think you. everyone thought it was no good. i asked i asked the people in particular and they're like yeah like it was a shitty show to photoshop job <gasps> but no it yes. it's hard to tell sarcasm to be fair to me I know, I know, my love. And I, I, I thought did, it was great. I, I, I didn't want to upset you because I knew you were not catching on that everybody I was, not was catching just on. roasting me. I thought it was beautiful. I thought it's listen, it's way better than I could have done. I'm just saying. <laughs> and to be fair, I was doing it in podcasts. Like if I was, you were, actually, we were podcasting while you were doing it. while yeah. I was doing it. So like if I was really and trying you did to it do like it five minutes too, like that was a quick photo. I shot. did it in like two minutes. It was really fast. It, I it took me longer to find the fake beard than it was yeah. to apply the fake beard but in my defense that that's what it was but i just it looked found beautiful. it so funny that everybody was like i cannot even tell this is photoshop and you're like see sarah you're so talented fucking <laughs> 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 like, a I like to think the best in people. What I can I say? I know. They weren't being mean. They were just no, being no, no, no. But that's hilarious. I thought it was great. It was a no. work of art. <laughs> no. Um 
Uh, but yeah, so let's let's move on. MVP of the season. I feel like we're gonna have identical answers, but what did you have for MVP of the season? MVP, obviously Dawson. It's hard to deny Big how D. great he was uh this season. Ever since the Tower Dawson, we saw Dawson grow and mature and become a great level-headed character. He had growth yeah. with Joey, he learned a lot from Gretchen and Mr. Brooks. Just a great big D season. I also loved when he gave like a, a very show of maturity when he gave Joey, I think it was for Christmas, wasn't it? The picture of him or her and um Casey together. Yes, that that was, that was so such good. a beautiful gift. Um I, I just I can't yeah I can't say enough how much I, I loved Dawson yeah. this season. He was I so also good. love the fact that okay number one when Yui did that prank he didn't get upset. He was just like, it's ridiculous because we're yeah. not together. It's just, it is what it is. And Joey was like spiraling about it. Yep. And then, although I don't love that he had to almost question to give the money to her or not, um, after Joey was honest about losing her virginity to Pacey, yeah. I do admire that ultimately he was like, yeah, without a doubt, I'm going to give you the money still. Well, like, and one other point in Dawson's favor is when he said to Joey, like, I can't write this, like, peer, the peer letter for college or whatever. He was like, it should be Pacey doing it. Like, that yes. was a big show of maturity as well. Exactly. And maybe he doesn't necessarily believe that Pacey knows her better, but he at least can see how the um, the the optics of that would exactly. not sit well with Pacey. And he was thinking about Pacey in that moment because he yeah. didn't want to like cause a rift between them. Yeah, the the unusual suspects when they kind of are like working together, that is like such a fun moment where they're like it's it's Pacey and Dawson back yeah. together again. And then the very end of the season when they have that conversation is very sweet as well. So really good big D season. We haven't liked him this much since his freaking birthday party uh when he sang the blues. Like it's yeah. been a minute since we liked Dawson this much. Yeah, totally. Um, LVP of the season. Um, none other than my man Pacey. I feel bad. Yeah. Like he he got MVP last season, but he had such a fall from grace this season. There really wasn't any other clear option for me. I couldn't go like the easy route and give it to like a Henry this season because there really wasn't a Henry yeah. to give it to. Yeah. Unfortunately, it has to go to Pacey. He just his insecurities and his a like just constant projection onto Joey really sucks. He blames her for a lot. And then even at the end when he realizes like it's him, that's the problem. He still doesn't necessarily handle it well. I think at the very, very end of the season, we end up with a pretty decent resolution for PC, but it was just like 22 episodes of crap for PC for the most yeah. part. It was not good. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree with you. Um, For me, without a doubt, it was Pacey as well. He was possessive. He was jealous. He was insecure this season. I really do try to give him the benefit of the doubt because I feel like I relate to him a lot with, you know, not doing so well with school, feeling like a failure, not feeling like I'm a good person. But it's just frustrating when it all goes back onto Joey. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's get into some of our favorite episodes and least favorite episodes here. Um, uh, how do you want to do this? Do you want, why don't you say, uh, maybe like something in your top three and I'll let you know if it was also, or get, give me, give me your top five episodes here. You want me to give you my top five. Okay. Yeah. As you know, I rank these. So this is scientific work here. Yep. Number one, 
Coming in, season four, episode 20, Promicide. Yes. The drama of the dramas. I can't, I, we have very, we have never done multiple podcasts on one episode. I know it was like the scheduling, but I really did. We really did need to have our instant reactions to that episode. It was so good in the drama of it all. It was so, they had multiple breakups. We had multiple fights we had uh, kissing we had um almost dying from the side of a boat it was literally everything that you can want in a teen drama it mm-hmm. was just so much fun yeah i have that as my number one with a bullet it's not even a question it's not a contest yeah it's a really excellent episode just because there was drama 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 we had two breakups we had jen almost dying because of seagook like (laughs) it had everything it was such a great episode so obviously that one has to be number one very very good and it was like it was there was a lot to talk about like there was debate as well like who's at fault here yeah um is anything that PC saying justified? Like there was just a lot of juice in that episode. Yeah. It had the juice. Um, number two, <laughs> I don't think this is going to be on your list, but I don't think anyone's going to be surprised that the uh, season four, episode three, the two gentlemen of Cape side is on. That my is list. on my list. Really? Uh-huh. Um, okay. Once again, high drama. Um, everybody knows how much I love true love the boat and like the metaphor behind it and everything that it means and the fact that we lost true love like was so was probably the saddest thing since we lost Abby Morgan our queen um, I love true love I think that once again going back we talked a lot about uh, um, that monologue that Andy gave towards mm-hmm. Mrs. Valentine all in all just like high drama um, very satisfying episode yeah um i (laughs) part of the reason i love this episode so much is because i got to watch you react like in person to it and you're just despair at the loss of true love (laughs) i just wasn't expecting it (laughs) and i wasn't really it was a really high drama episode it's like it's one of the most like i mean we know no one's probably gonna die but it's still like very 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 dramatic right did die true love okay it's a boat it's a boat though it's not though <sighs> it's like I, I still don't understand why they couldn't just find it because it was a storm because they can't there's just a tiny boat they're not gonna be like let's go risk our lives to get a freaking boat but the next day i don't get it whatever it crashed into this like into the land but then he bought it broken so why can't they just drag it back and then I he can know. work on it again because for storyline purposes that's right, why fine uh, what's your third uh third favorite episode? The Graduate. Yes, also on my list. Just such a good episode. Obviously, we get Andy to come back, but I just think that it was I really liked the PC arc where he fought for himself in class, is like, you know, you call me a fucking idiot. Maybe I am, but I'm not gonna put it up with it anymore. Yeah. And then the teacher came around and was like, You're not an idiot. Like, I know that students like you is where i make the difference in the world and then he got to retake the test and then ultimately he's like well fuck you high school i graduated but i'm still not gonna come and i'm going to go off and i just love the very last shot where they're like announcing the names and we see pacey going onto that tiny plane and they're like pacey witter and he's just like i 
I I won at the end of the day. Like I am yeah. going to go off and live my dream and I'm putting this behind me. And he tells Joey that too. He's just like, I'm going to go off and do me. And that's amazing. Of course, Andy was there. That was great. Yeah, the return of Andy is a highlight for that episode. Um, and we also get the Jen and Yui pl- prank, which is really fun. Um, and of course, also we get Joey, uh, Joey and Dawson's moment with the letter from her mom, which mm-hmm. is a really, really wonderful moment. And yeah. again, even though this is the penultimate episode, it really does feel like a, a finale of sorts. And so it was really nice to see that as well. Yeah. Um, of course, I have a Winter's Tale season four, episode 14. Um, this is also a high drama episode, not as fun as like some of the other high drama episodes, but we have some fighting. We have like the sauciness between Jen and Jack. We have the loss of the virginity finally. So I thought that it was just like such a big episode and I really liked it. Yeah, I didn't have this one on my list just because, like, the PC and Joey stuff was so annoying. Like, the the resolution where they actually have sex, like, that moment was, like, spicy. But literally beyond that, the whole, like, wallet argument and all of that was just so annoying. And it also, this is where we have, like, the Joey, or excuse me, the Jen and Jack stuff, which I didn't yeah. care for either. So I did not have this one on my list, which... You would think I would because it's the sex episode. So that just shows you how much I disliked how they handled it. Do you still have your wallet? <laughs> oh, it's so stupid. I can't. Uh, and then finally, I really liked the two episode arc of season four, episode 11 and 12, the Tao of Dawson and the Tay of Pacey. I just thought that they were both really good for two different reasons. Um, start of Zen Dawson. I really liked the fact that um i think it was the one of those was the episodes where the pacey goes off to the college with gretchen that was really good we have like that opening talk between dawson and pacey for the first time where dawson was like i'm gonna date your sister and this is what's gonna happen and then ultimately in the tay of pacey this is where we meet uh uh pacey's entire family yeah so actually I didn't have either of these on my list. All right. So separation. Yes. Um, I did not have either of these. No, but I did have, so ones you didn't mention that I had, I had coming home, which is the premiere. <gasps> I um, had that so high. Yeah. I loved the premiere. I totally agree with that. It's so good. It, we have, we have sun kissed summer vibes joey that unfortunately doesn't last very long yeah um, but like it was i don't know i really enjoyed what we did get of it we also have um andy's like a little french moment which is really fun we have the dive in which is absolutely epic and like i really really want that <laughs> um i don't know just getting everyone reunited was really great and also finding out that dawson jen um jack and andy had all kind of spent the summer hanging out i really yes. liked as well yeah. so it's just i love a premiere i love a finale and i i thought this was a decent premiere so it ended i up totally agree i think it edged out right after the tay of pacey like yeah really really close to the top yeah i also had the unusual suspects um really i, I really liked i just thought it was i know it's like kind of a one-off 
but I thought it was just fun. Like I thought it was just a fun episode. I know it's like a um I know it's like an homage episode, yeah. but I also I mainly really loved that Dawson and Pacey have this moment at the end. Like I just I don't know. I'm a little bit of a sucker for it. I really like yeah. the friends reuniting. So I had that. It wasn't the top of my list, but I, it did make my list. Um, and the last one I had on my list that you didn't mention was the actual finale, Coda. Um, just because I know I, I would still take the graduate. I think the graduate is better than Coda overall. Mm-hmm. But I thought that they like, even though we kind of had two finales, I liked how they put a button on the end of the season. I thought they did a decent job. Whether or not I liked the Dawson Joey kiss is debatable. But, like, um, especially I think what bolstered this for me was Pacey and Dawson's conversation. I really, yeah. really loved. Um, Surprisingly, I kind of had that really low. And I think for me it's because I think that the, they are – they're, I feel as though they're trying to recapture what they had sometimes in some of these like genre episodes and I don't know if it always works and mm. I don't know why but to me just the whole process was a little boring to me like the 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 ultimately setting up Yui to take the fall was genius, but yeah. I think like all the details for me was a little like monotonous, and I didn't really like it for whatever reason. It doesn't hold my attention. I also think part of my ranking of these ends up having to do with like the podcast as well, yeah. and I just remember we had so much fun ch- chatting about that episode with Todd. Like I don't know, I, oh, I think yeah. that partly comes into play as well. Like the ones like the episodes where we have a really good time tend to also yeah be bolstered a little bit so yeah i liked that episode and i liked the discussion on it and so i think that's why it got bumped up a little bit yeah kiss kiss kiss, uh, bang bang is also a really great episode because that was the first time that um dretchen kissed and that was just like really exciting also a good episode yeah that's a top 10 episode for me um Um, let's get into some of our least faves yeah Um, funnily enough i put the Tao of dawson in some of my least faves that's so funny i know and the reason is because i hated nick which is gretchen's ex-boyfriend yeah he was really hated pacey that episode and like what he was trying to pull they were hot tubbing together i hated it (laughs) i just thought pacey was being such a dick um i also really hated that yui tricks joey and gets her like stuck in that closet with him like i really really hated that um the only nice part is basically like the the whole like brooks and grams of it all and even that was kind of like meh you know like i don't know this episode just didn't do it for me i just most of it i really couldn't stand and so it wasn't it wasn't one of my favorites um Hmm. throughout the season what about you for me it worked for me but i i totally respect you um a season four episode five of family way and this is the episode where um joey's debating if she wants to have sex so then she goes to the free clinic and the doctor just like shames her um and then she goes home with this like goodie bag of like condoms and crap and then bessie shames her and i'm like even though never gonna have sex even though the premiere yes he was like did you do it did you do it exactly re-listening to that podcast had me raging i I, a family way is number one with a bullet my least favorite episode it's yeah i would never watch it again um, no i think that dawson and isn't that the episode where dawson um learns that his mom is pregnant and he like flips out at her a little yeah, bit yeah i 
think so. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it is. Yes. Yes. This is a Gail reveals that she's pregnant. So it has all that stuff as well. Yeah. Yeah, And then Mr. Bruce was like such an asshole. He was like, he's like, your pictures are terrible. You and your floozy. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So it just wasn't my, it 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 definitely was my least favorite episode. Actually. I can't even say it wasn't my favorite. It was my, for me, it was also my least favorite. Yeah. Um, also up there on ones I didn't particularly enjoy was separation anxiety. Me, which, that's my second least favorite. Yeah. And it's unfortunate. And I think some of it to me is the placement because it's right after Promicide, which is a really wonderful episode. And it's right before the yes. graduate, which is yes. also a wonderful episode. Yep. And so it gets stuck here and what it feels like it does. So in case you don't remember, this is the fallout of the prom. And so what ends up happening is even though they're broken up, we get Joey and PC and Dawson and Gretchen kind of back together for a hot second. And so it feels like it's just undoing all the drama from last episode. And it's super annoying and kind of unnecessary. I absolutely agree. I just feel like it backtracked for no reason. Yeah. Uh, my favorite part of that episode was Gail and the prospect that she's going to be like raging out at this funeral home. That's the only thing I liked about it. Not yep. funeral home. Sorry. <laughs> that was terrible. Um, elderly community. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was a Freudian slip. I'm sorry. She's going to rage at a funeral. No, the elderly community. Woo-hoo! Oh, God. Um, wow. Wait, Gail, do you mean Grant? Oh my god. <laughs> you had me so lost for a second. I'm like, yeah, and I'm trying to think in my head what the fuck you're talking about. You're talking Sorry. about Grams. Grams at the Grams, Grams is gonna rage at a funeral home. It's Mr. Brooks's funeral, and she's just dancing like, yeah, bitch. <laughs> dancing on Mr. Brooks's uh casket. Oh yeah. my god. Okay. Wow. Um no. Wonderful. I also did not enjoy episode two failing down this is when um pacey is learning that he didn't uh i don't know that he has to do shit oh we had we had criticized this a lot too because it was like how the hell is he like not failing how did he not fall back a whole year he's like and mitch is a guidance counselor which is stupid (laughs) and then we get mitch telling dawson about pacey's issues and like all it's also dumb it's all dumb no i'm i'm totally in agreement on that it's not my favorite either yeah and then episode four um sorry episode 19 late where obviously joey was late and she's like I need to talk to Pacey. I need to talk to Pacey the whole entire time. Pacey lies to her about where he yeah. actually is at. We have a naming shower. Uh, which oh, is stupid. I, um, I cannot even with this fucking naming shower. This episode was so stupid. Yeah. I got to be honest. The more I think about it, the more I was like, that episode episode felt so long because it was like, is Gail about to have this baby already? Like, it was like, it took her 15 tries at the hospital to have this baby. Yeah, yeah. A lot of repeating. And obviously, it was just, it was just really stupid. I hated it. Yeah. Those are, and those are my least favorite episodes. Yeah, I hate them all. Yeah. We are, we are pretty much in agreement on most of these, which is, uh, I mean, I think that makes sense. You know, we're in agreement of like, I think it's pretty clear which ones are not so which great. Which ones are the bad ones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, let's get into the draft results because you spent all this time mapping yes. it out, compiling yep. results for, yep. uh, so what's the yeah. situation? Remind me. Okay. Um, so here. just to remind you, we had drafted in the beginning of the season for, 
um, the drama draft last season you won. Do you remember that? Andy's Angels. I do remember Andy's winning. Angels won. The points were uh, you kicked my ass, like to be honest. With you. <laughs> I had 266 really points. Off. Team Drums had 177. Uh, I have 73. So thank you for giving me those extra four points. Um, <laughs> but this season, that was last season. This season, the breakdown was as such. Team Drums had Joey, Dawson, Jen, Bessie, and Mitch. Mm-hmm. And Andy's Angels had Pacey, Andy, Jack, Gretchen, Witter, and Gail. Now, the unique thing about this season was we were dumb bitches and we really (laughs) we drafted like half of the couples so like if you got a point i got a point yeah so we were yeah although i did i was the idiot who drafted andy and she's only in like seven episodes your thing was i can't not draft andy i also i'm gonna be honest i did not remember that Andy wasn't around the whole season either. So this was like oh, an really? honest draft. Like I didn't know. Yeah, sure, I could yeah, I never remember. Say. It. Yeah. Um every time. I never know. Just trust me. I don't know what's gonna happen. When we and when I'm on your um when you're on your deathbed and I come next to you to visit you, that's gonna be my <laughs> one question. It's did like you know. did, did, did you, you know what's gonna happen in Dawson's did Creek? You- <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be like, no, and then you're gonna be like, What's Dawson's Creek? <laughs> no, you're gonna remember you're gonna remember um yeah so like some of the heavy hitters of points were obviously death losing virginity sex going to the hospital taking drugs getting fired from a job and those are some of the things that you really excelled at like when you got points, i really excel at taking drugs points no 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 <laughs> like um obviously andy was the only one that took drugs this season that was seven points for you and the same episode she went to the hospital that was 10 points for you and mm. i gotta tell you i was pissed the fuck off i was like she does it again she's she's stealing this from me um you got that episode you got 21 points to my four i was livid yeah but joey lost her virginity that's true so then we go on later on where we have joey losing her virginity and i was like Oh my gosh, like this is this is great this is it. because it's the moment. Not only did I have like points for her losing her virginity, but I also gave us both 15 points for Joey and Pacey having sex. So that Woo! episode, I got 55 points to your 24. Yeah, so you killed it. So I was really happy. If Dawson had had sex, who had Dawson? Um, I had Dawson. Oh, that's sad then. Yeah. If he had had sex, you would have got but, a lot of points. Yeah. So I I would say it was a lot closer than it was last season where yeah. you were just ripping my ass apart. But <laughs> what but I will say that and we also there's more points. There's so many points, so many points, lots okay. of fighting, lots of so crying. there's a lot of drama. Yeah. Uh Andy was a big crying, like you got crying points for Andy. I got a ton of um I got a lot of uh, Joey and Jen crying points, but ultimately I'm talking a lot, but Andy's angels got 284 points mm-hmm. while team drums won the season with 341 points. Whoa! That wasn't even close. 
close. You it was it. close. It was close for the majority of the season. That's what it was. That's crazy. Look at that. Yeah. Team drums for the yeah. win. And you also got points when Pacey got arrested. That was 10 points. I Out was of curiosity, who jealous. got what two characters got the most points overall? Do you know? Definitely or do Joey. You know? Definitely yeah. Joey. And I think Pacey was definitely a really good draft pick for you. Mm-hmm. But um uh yeah. And I mean, Gretchen was was a good point getter as well. Mm-hmm. So you did you did really good. I think the biggest issue is that, like I said, we each took like one half of the couple. So we were always yeah. Someone so we should have always locked up like, one of the couples. So then, like ultimately, yeah. like when Joey got those huge point hitters, like twenty five points for losing virginity, then I like those That's were when you pull when ahead I a little. Ahead. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. Well, congratulations. Thank we are you. one and one now. Each of us has won a season. Yeah. Um, exciting. Can't wait to to draft again for next season. <laughs> um, yeah. let's get into some predictions. I want to talk through what you had predicted in season four would happen Great. and what you got right. Yeah. What did so, happen? Let's see. You predicted somebody will have sex. Ding ding. That's ding. true. Somebody did have somebody sex. Somebody did have sex. Uh, you predicted a real love interest for Jack, another winner. Got Amazing. that right. Yeah. Uh, Joey and Pacey will be together for most of the season, but Dawson will come in between them. Yeah. I, I mean, would that's... say mostly true. I don't okay. know their breakup wasn't as necessarily Dawson coming between them, but mm, like, yeah, I would okay. say for the most part, you're right. Yeah. I mean, like, it, to be honest with you, it's pretty abstract. The reason why Dawson Peak came, uh, came between them, but yeah. it's not like Dawson, like really edged in there. Exactly. Um, you said Dawson will be a brat. I think that's he was, incorrect. He was not a brat. Yeah, he was not. He, he was a good egg. Yep. Uh, Henry and Jen will break up by halfway through the season. Mm, I was really like thinking Henry <laughs> was going to be around a lot longer. Yeah. Uh, you said a new creek creep, which is is true. I mean, we have Yui and Gretchen, so I would yeah. say like yeah. I mean, that counts. They weren't like fully inducted into the creek creeps, but yeah, they were there. Um, a departure from the main cast, Jen and or Andy nailed it yeah yeah and i knew i had a feeling um i was just really weird about jen because i i have like this like really weird notion in my head that jen is um michelle williams is less affiliated with dawson's creek than everybody else Mm -hmm. so i don't think that jen is going to leave the series as much as I did when I first started, I just think that Michelle Williams has a prominent career after Dawson's Creek, where some people like um, James Vanderbeek is and always will be known for Dawson's Creek. Yeah. Um, and your last prediction was Mitch's death. Maybe Sarah will be pissed. <laughs> At this point, it's like, no, because that's literally my number 15 prediction for season four of uh, season so funny. five. So it's just going to be like, it's the, it's the first thing that I really got spoiled on. And it's like, I'm never going to let it go. Yeah. And it probably uh, my- just won't even happen. My uh, hopes that I had had for season four oh, were Pacey's family life, which we got. We got. Uh, Jen to have a good relationship that we can root for. That nope. did not happen. No relationship for uh, Jen. Jack having a storyline that does not uh, center around his sexuality. No. Um, not really. No, not really. Uh, the return of Jack and Jen, which we did get. 
For yeah, the most part. where did they go? What do you mean the return? They weren't really like they didn't have as much friendship moments in oh. season three. Like it was more about ja- uh, Jen and Henry. Like it was oh, all. Oh, you're him. right. I forgot about that. Yeah, no, um, they were full out this season. Yeah, uh, Dawson to have a love interest outside of the creek creeps, which yep. Gretchen. Yeah, Gretchen. Uh, did you know? Doss- you had to know. You knew. I didn't know. I d- I swear I didn't know. Bullshitter. I d- I'm not lying. Okay, whatever. <laughs> Uh, Jossie's stability for at least half the season. Nope. They were unstable. Okay, like, so I counted and they were fighting. I have 23 episodes. I think 17 of the 23 they were fighting. That's insane. Yeah. Uh, and my last hope was that the Andy storyline does not bash Andy. And I that came true. That so. came true. I was a little worried in Great Expectations, but it came around. Yeah. Um, let's get into some of your predictions. You have 50. 50- 15 predictions for season five at one o'clock i was like really raging so if some of these are off the wall bonkers then i'm sorry let's hear number one dawson and joey did do it and if they didn't they will by season uh, episode six Uh, that's very that is so specific okay so they have already done it and if they haven't they're going to by episode six yes okay Pacey is going to flip the fuck out when he finds out and never be friends with Dawson again until the end of season seven. Very specific once again. <laughs> <laughs> this is but I think like what I think like the thing is like he's gonna flip the fuck out. Like he's okay. gonna be livid when he finds out. Okay, got Dawson it. Dawson is going to hate California and come back to Boston by episode four. Joey okay. is going to get really Im- Really involved in university, but have a smelly roommate because she hates smelly people. <laughs> she really does. It's very specific. I think I thought that I, I was love, a writer. I love Dawson's that you Creek. had like such like um generic guesses last season and this season. It's so specific. Joey will have a smelly roommate. She hates smelly people. Listen, she brought up her hate for smelly people like five uh, times this season. But just the prediction of her having a smelly roommate is really killing me. Yeah. Okay, all right. Yeah. What's next? Someone is going to have a major roommate issue and they're going to have to switch. And I'm going to say Dawson will probably hate his roommate. His roommate's probably going to be in like Calif- a creepy guy. Okay, in so California. let me... In California, okay. I think he's going to switch schools, but I think he's definitely going to have a roommate issue. And if he doesn't, somebody's having a roommate issue. Okay. Jack and Jen will be best friends forever, and then Grams will have a grand old time in Boston. Okay. That's very vague. <laughs> that one is vague compared to the uh, other. Jack and Toby will date for a bit, but I think Jack will be a hot commodity in college, and he'll break up with Toby. Okay. Busy Phillips is somebody's roommate. Maybe Jen's, maybe Joey's. But if it is Joey's, then they're going to hate each other. Okay. I think ultimately, Busy Phillips is going to be Jen's friend. And my reasoning behind that is because Busy Phillips and Michelle Williams are best friends in real life. And that's my (laughs) only evidence for that. Um, uh, Someone is going to flunk out by second semester and go to art school. And I was thinking maybe Jen. Okay, so she's going to flunk out of college and end up in art school. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Someone's going to try Greek life out. Um, Pacey's going to come back from sailing with a new confidence and maybe a new girlfriend. Okay. Um, Pacey will get into college by the end of the season. Uh, Yui will make a few appearances, but he won't be a series regular. 
Next time we see baby Lily, she's going to be like aged up to 10 years old. <laughs> Without a doubt. Somehow, somewhere, she's going to be like a full-on adult the next time we see her. And then my last prediction is finally, this is going to be the season where Mitch dies. And that's it. That These are my predictions. These All are right. good. This is great, great stuff. I can send this to you, Jeff. Yeah, please cause... send me that list. I stopped taking notes halfway through because it was too much. Um, <laughs> uh, let me give you my hopes for season five. <laughs> None um, of that happens. That's I, uh, I hope Dawson gets laid. Yeah, me Sincerely, too. Sincerely, I hope so. Yeah. I hope that Joey gets a new boy toy. That's fun. I want her to have mm, a fun boyfriend. That'd be good. So if he she gets a new boyfriend and he's not fun, then I'm not satisfied. Yeah. Um, college parties, lots and lots of college parties. I want to see them partying up the wazoo, baby. They better. I have a no, no go. I have a, I hope that there is no professor student relationship. I don't oh, want to see it. I don't want I it on my so. TV screen. I don't want it. Uh, I hope that P- Pacey finds his way, whether that is like getting into college or like just figuring himself out a little bit, like being on the boat has helped him figure that out. Mm-hmm. Um, I hope for PC gets a new girlfriend. Uh, and mm-hmm. I hope that Grams gets a cute boyfriend. <laughs> oh yeah. That'd be good. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's that's all I have. Amazing. Um it's so, so good. We'll see. Those are all my hopes and dreams. Yay. And then season rankings. Where does season four rank for you? Gosh, I gotta say, this was this was a rough one. Um like I want to remind you that last season we were very um at least I was. I was non-committal to my rankings. You were. I wrote ours down. Um, so last just as a reminder, my previous rankings were two, three, one is where I landed. You were a bit more non-committal as to which is better, three or two. You have I wrote down three, two, one for you, but you were very like back and yeah. forth on that. Yeah, I've um had some distance from it all, and I think I agree with you with season two being better than season three. Okay, so I'm gonna update your rankings. Um, I'm going to guess that you, your new rankings overall are two, three, four, one. Yeah, that's correct. Nailed it. Mine is slightly different. Okay. Mine is two, three, one, four. I think, oh, man. And I think the reason is season one is like the first season, you know, like it is, it's the first thing out there. We get to meet the characters. I just think like season four had a, a little bit of some issues like I just didn't yeah. enjoy watching Jossie fight all the time and for me I would I would much rather if I had to choose I would much rather rewatch season one than rewatch season four mm, that's interesting but I do think I, it's close I think it's close it's not yeah like I think that there's away. a lot of good stuff in season four so and honestly I gotta be honest with you like I don't hate any episode any season of Dawson's Creek thus far. No, no, none of them are actually bad television. Nope. Nope. So. I really like all of them. Um, but I for me, I feel as though the creek is too small in season one for me to fully it's, enjoy it. It's also a really short season. There's not as many episodes either, right. remember? Because it was like a mid-season yeah. replacement. So yeah, but I again I think for I think both of us probably fall in the same boat of like um two and three you can kind of go back and forth they're both really good seasons and then one and four kind of go back and forth in the third and fourth spot i think i'm a little bit more solidified in like season two is better than three um but i do think it's it's pretty close they're both really really good seasons yeah i i i mean i i, I 
I love all the above. I love, yeah. I do. Um, so there's just so, so many good season three moments, but whatever. It's hard. I think season it two is, is just hard. more consistently good. And season two has Pandy and I love yep. Pandy. Yep. Um, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, that's our, that's our season four wrap up. I can't believe we are already at season five. Is- me either. Me either. I, I'm really, really excited. I think that this is going to be a lot of fun having college years. It's going to be a new setting. Everything's going to be new, new characters, new setting. Um, I'm really excited to see how it all plays out. I think that we're going to probably hate Dawson again, but only I mean, time will tell. That'll just be like a return to form for us. So it's fine. Yeah. Um, the next, the premiere episode is titled The Bostonians. So, oh, we'll I mean, they're happens. all now Bostonians. So, yeah, yeah. it checks out. Um, so just as a reminder, again, we usually take a week off in between Dawson's Creek seasons, but what we're going to do is we're going to record the, uh, premiere at our usual, like in a week, but it's not going to come out for two weeks. So if you want your feedback heard, please make sure to send it in early, um, just so that we can have it when we record. Um, I'm super excited to get into, uh, to get into season five. I'm, I love college. I love, I'm excited about the college years. I'm hoping with some fresh faces and some like fresh, like locations, we'll get a lot more like fun, fun stuff, you know? Yeah, I think so. Um, so this was exciting. Um, super excited for next season as a reminder, uh, shit nineties pod.com, uh, at shit nineties pod on Twitter, shit nineties pod at gmail.com. If you want to send anything in, that's how you can reach us. Sarah, any final things, any final notes on season four of Dawson's? Creek? No, I think that we did a really good comprehensive job. I really love this show so much more so than I thought I would when we started this whole process. Mm-hmm. And I'm uh, just, excited to continue this journey we're gonna have back some friends next uh season that i'm really excited about so uh to be continued right yes i i can't wait uh we have two more seasons of this amazing show to cover for you all and i'm really excited to to dive on into everything dawson's creek season five um, you could find me at the Jess Sterling. I am covering community as always on post show recaps. I'm also covering the Apple TV plus show bad sisters, um, which is a really fun, dark comedy. So definitely check that out. Um, and then very soon I'm going to be covering a Hulu original called reboot, um, which is like all about basically it's like a, it's like a comedy that's all about rebooting an old sitcom. It has some pretty recognizable faces in it. So keep an eye out for coverage of that as well. Um, and of course you can hear everything we're doing on shit nineties pod. Uh, we're doing some Dawson's Creek, obviously boy meets world. We're starting season seven, the final season of boy meets world. Um, and we have some fun bonus content, including coming out this week. Uh, we covered cruel intentions with Chappelle, which was such a hot mess express and it's a really fun podcast. So I hope you all enjoy that. Um, Sarah, where can people find you? Uh, Sarah Frickinson at Sarah Frickinson on Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at shit90spod at gmail.com and shit90spod on Twitter and Instagram. And that's about it. Oh, also, I did, I was on the um, AGT Time pod with our friend Cody Patterson talking about America's Got Talent. And that was a lot of fun. So fantastic. Uh, that's all we have for you this week. But obviously, come back in two weeks. We'll be back with. Season 5 premiere, The Bostonians. Until then, have a good one, everybody. Bye.
Shit 90 Show's taught me.